listening to Say It Southern. Aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. Renaissance Bank is a true Southern bank that started in Tupelo, Mississippi 115 years ago. With over 190 locations scattered throughout the Southeast, there's a good chance there's a Renaissance location near you. If you're looking for a bank that understands you and your financial needs, check out Renaissance at renaissancebank.com. Today, we are talking with the lovely Christina Lynch, the founder of Me Goldandrina in Dallas, Texas. Me Goldandrina is a clothing company that offers beautiful, colorful collections that are inspired by her mother's Mexican heritage and Christina's love of Mexican art. She's been featured in so many magazines like Garden and Gun and Southern Living. And we loved learning that this company was founded not only to bring traditional, one-of-a-kind, handmade Mexican fashion to the modern-day woman, but also to support independent female artisans in Mexico. Today, we are so excited for you to learn more about this company and get to know Christina. Join us now as we say it Southern with Christina Lynch. Christina, we're so excited to have you on today. Big fans. I'm so excited to talk to you all. Yes, big fans of Migalandrina. You say it the way it's supposed to be said. (laughs) Well, I was just saying in Spanish, it's Migolondrina, and in English, Migolandrina. Okay. Well, whatever it is, put our Tennessee spin on that. We're not even going to do it. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. It's beautiful. Look, we've seen you in Southern Living. We've seen you on your beautiful website and your story and all your style secrets and tips. And we just were dying to talk to you about everything. So your whole brand. So tell us a little bit of how you grew up and how this whole thing started. For sure. So, um, you know, it's. The brand is Migo Londrina, but, um, you know, all of our labels say Migo Londrina Mexico. So we're all about representing the traditions of Mexico. Um, and really that comes from my mother. So my mother was born in northern Mexico. Um, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and um, just grew up in a very, um, just a beautiful Mexican home. Um, my mom had been collecting art from Mexico since she was 18 years old. She still does, is fascinated by all pieces from Mexico. And she just, um, she has an incredible eye. And so that was really neat to grow up with, but always just was something that I thought was fun. Um, I have always just gone to, on trips to Mexico, grew up going to uh, my grandfather's ranch in the summers. Um, in Northern Mexico. And, um, you know, when I was younger, I definitely have a very entrepreneurial family. And so I always wanted to do my own thing, but I wasn't necessarily sure what that was. Uh, my mom actually had a beautiful clothing business as well. And so was inspired by her. But when I went to college, I went to school in New York and I started realizing how much I liked fashion. I think just from being in New York City, I just loved seeing people express themselves. And it's just so neat. It's, I, I didn't realize how much fun you could have with clothing. And um, so I would say my junior year of college, I decided that I really wanted to work in uh, luxury fashion. Love it. So I started to research 
different internship opportunities and was um, really fortunate to have some fun internships. And you got to tell um, us, what'd you do? <laughs> for sure. So um, I actually double majored in theater and economics, so didn't know anything about fashion, um, except for the fact that I liked it. And um, I applied for an internship with Narcisa Rodriguez mm-hmm. and thought that I would my angle would be sales, but they needed somebody as a design intern. Um, So all I had was these um, sketches of costumes of a play for my theater major. And I was so embarrassed to show it because you have to think in New York City, there's so many talented people showing their like Parsons portfolios. And um, I was so terrified. And um, the man doing the interview was so nice. And I think he just appreciated that I was really trying my best. And he gave me the opportunity and it was wonderful. I got to see just such a beautiful business and, um, and he's so talented and, and just kind of understand how much work goes behind just one collection. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved internships in general too. I just think they're just such a great way to learn. Um, and then I worked for a fashion consulting company, which, um, worked with brands like, um, McHugh, which is uh, part of the Queen, and then uh, Christine Knox. So that was really neat as well. And then um, was really gearing up for finding my first job. And uh, my dad gave me great advice. He said to start networking very, very early on, which helped a lot. And um, I was really fortunate to um, get a job at Oscar de la Renta for their sales team when I um, when I graduated. Look at Ooh, you. So, yes. You cut your teeth and on the right people in New York. Using <laughs> that Texas it was charm. Fun. It was so much fun. It was a lot of work and um, just such a dream. New York's so great at that kind of phase of life. Yeah. I know. So, what I brought you back to Texas? This idea for Migo Londrina. So, um, I, when I was at Oscar, I noticed all the gorgeous embroideries and um, was just really taken by, I mean, it's just so magical. I was so taken by the whole brand and had been obviously before I started working there. Um, and then after that, I actually went to go work for a company called Jet Setter and I was a market manager for hotels in Mexico. And so I kind of started to learn more about e-commerce and, um, anyway, told my brother about this concept that I really wanted to do a, brand that showed off the embroideries from Mexico. And I just, I didn't really know what that was yet. Uh, It was just kind of this um, abstract concept. And he told me to move home and start it. So (laughs) I was really liking Jet Setter, but knew I wanted to do something else. I was also wanting to be closer to family. And um, so I moved home. I lived with my parents actually for three years while I was starting and started traveling to Mexico. And I didn't realize that while I was, when I was younger with my mom, I actually knew where so many of the beautiful embroidery techniques came from. So I just researched more and um, started to really learn about all of the beautiful embroideries and was lucky enough to talked to a mentor of mine who's the CEO of Peacock Alley, mm-hmm. and he helped me get started. So I basically launched Migo Londrina with as a um, decorative pillow and bedding concept, along with some tops and dresses. 
and had a big launch party and the tops and dresses sold out, which was really exciting. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, that's the direction. Okay. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So that's when I knew I maybe had something and just really went with it. That's so amazing. So um, about the embroidery and all of that, is that something that is, you know, you, you mentioned that your mother was from Northern Mexico. Is that something just specific to that region or is this a collection from all over? For sure. So the embroidery is not from where my mom's from. My mom just, uh, because she was so interested in art, we went to places where there were artisans, but, mm-hmm. um, but she's from Coahuila and they aren't technically known for artisan embroidery. Um, most of the embroidery, the embroidery that we do is from Oaxaca, um, which is really far south in Chiapas and Aguascalientes is where the lace is from. And, um, each of these techniques basically symbolize these places. Um, so I think that's something that's very unique to Mexico and I just, it's something that I, I really love about it. I think it's just so neat that I can look at an embroidery and say like, oh, San Antonino, Oaxaca, like it, it is so much a part of their culture and they take such pride in it and they should, it's, it's just beautiful. Well, and there's nothing like it on the market. We saw a picture of your wedding dress that was actually your mother's wedding dress that you repurposed. Yes. Stunning. Yes. So I'm assuming that the gold thread and all that was a part of that region. Oh, no, I wish. But there is a fun story with that dress. Actually, that was my that was my mom's dress. It was Oscar de la Renta before they did bridal. Well, Lord. Okay. (laughs) Well, just pick, you know, just pick your designer, whatever. (laughs) And my mom thought that the sun on the front of it was an Aztec sun. Uh, Cause I think that's what they told her. <laughs> and yeah, sure uh, it is. So she fell in love with it. And um, I had a very quick engagement and so was excited to wear my mom's dress. And then um, Nardos, who's a designer here did my veil to match the dress. And she, I think, I believe is embroidered in India, um, which they have such gorgeous embroideries too. So mm-hmm. Um, but I did for the wedding, actually, it was so fun. I had um, tablecloths from Aguascalientes. It was really important to me to have kind of, I don't know, a lot of the artisan work at the wedding. And we didn't have a lot of time, so I was happy with what we were able to do. So um, tablecloths. And then we had um, candles from Oaxaca. And I didn't have actual bridesmaids. My brothers stood next to me, but all my girlfriends got ready with me and we had um, embroidered tops from San Antonino. So it was a lot of fun. So it was kind of like your brand. It was like a collaboration of all these different places. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It was anything that I could think that we could pull together in three months. Uh (laughs) Well, you know, what's kind of coming through for you is that you just, you feel like a curator. You feel like somebody who can you know, say, I want this part of this and this part Mm -hmm. of this, and I like this region and this embroidery and this color. Have you found, I mean, obviously your inspiration is from your mother and your heritage, but where else are you pulling inspiration from? Yeah. So, I mean, mostly I think, you know, one thing that I always want to make sure of and curators, so flattering. Thank you so much. You are. Thank you. I I think that one thing that I, I, really want people to know is that we truly are collaborating with the artisans and 
the women we work with, I mean, they are coming up with new ideas, new color combinations all the time. Um, but I need to be doing the same, right? Because it's this constant conversation of just like, what are we doing next? And, and what do you like? And, um, and I feel like the artisans we work with keep me on my toes because they're so good at coming up with color that I also need to be thinking that way. Um, so actually on our Instagram the other day, I showed us showing how we come out with new color combinations. And a lot of times we'll even look at paintings or scenes or something just to make our minds think about combining colors in ways that we don't normally think of. Um, I mean, we have been selling the classic sleeveless flores dress, um, for seven years now. So I've, we've done it in so many different combinations and what's wild is, I still get excited about new combinations every month. Uh, but you do have to challenge yourself to think about, okay, what's another way of mixing blue with something else? And um, and what's so neat is I think that the artisans we work with are so influenced by nature and things around them. And sometimes I realize that my life may not be quite as colorful. So I need to kind of constantly be looking at colorful things to so I can keep up. <laughs> I love that. Tell us about the garments themselves. You mentioned the florist dress was seven years. First of all, when did you start the company? How old is the company now? So um, launched in 2013, started working on it in 2012, and it's just been so much fun. Do you still it. do the bedding and the pillows and all of that? Or you just Not a lot. Them? We'll do custom pillows every now and then, um, but no, not as much. Mm -hmm. And um I think we just love the clothing. We've gotten really into tabletop recently as well. Yeah. Um, but a bed is just, I think what I realized is that as, as much fun as it is to dress a bed, because I actually really enjoy that, uh, you're just not doing it as often. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's more fun, I think, to think about what dress are you going to wear and having a new personality or not personality, but, you know, persona and kind of, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, it's so fun. Mm -hmm. um, tell us about the garments. Yes. So, um, the Flores collection is all made in San Antonino Castillo Velasco, which is in Oaxaca. And, um, each of our pieces can take over a month to make. And, um, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. they're all, I think one of the things that is kind of hard for people to understand is they're not made in a factory. They're made in women's homes. Mm -hmm. So, Time, time is kind of hard to understand in that um, a lot of women who are embroidering are also taking care of their kids or they're cooking for their family or they may go do something else. So what I love about embroidery is it's something a woman can do in her household while also taking care of her family. And so um, the piece that I'm wearing actually goes through three communities, all close to San Antonino, but they do the hand embroidery hand crochet and smocking detail as well. And then it's all sewn together, hand washed. Um, and then we actually, um, sometimes we'll sew the pieces, check them. We have a wonderful quality control team here that checks every piece to make sure there isn't a small stain or anything. But I have to say everything that comes from Mexico always looks so great. And I just think it's because the women we work with take such pride in their work. I love the ruffle too. Is that kind of signature of your look? 
Thank you. I think we just love ruffles. It's um, And ruffles are big in traditional Mexican clothing. Um, I was actually having a lot of fun looking at a lot of the traditional ruffles skirts um, yesterday. So, you know, I think ruffles are feminine, they're fun, and um, just go well with, with embroidery. It just feels like everything is just made with such intention, you know, and such love. I mean, it really, I mean, for a garment to take a month, a month. to make, I mean, there's some that's serious love. <laughs> yeah, that's some serious love going into <laughs> yes. that. That's so sweet. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, I think that you can feel it when you wear it. Um, and I, that means a lot to me. And it's, it makes each piece unique yeah. as well. Yes, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like wearing art. There you go. Yeah. There's your new. There's your new slogan. So, how did you? So, I know it's at Saks. It's a. I mean, it's like major retailers here in the United States. How did you get it from there to there? For sure. So we did wholesale for a little bit in the beginning. We um, Stanley Korshak really helped us grow a lot. I'll never forget we did a fashion show at Stanley Korshak and seeing the clothing on actual models for the first time after <laughs> modeling and trying to take selfies that look professional <laughs> was, <laughs> was really exciting. Um, and um, so we did wholesale and we've done collaborations and um, pop-ups. And uh, for example, one of my favorite stores, Capital, um, we've done we'll do, we'll pop up there and we've done a collaboration with them as well. Uh, but we decided to be a direct to customer, um, business and, um, and I, I really love that because I love being able to share our story. I love being able to just make sure that people understand where these pieces are coming from and what they mean to us. Um, and it's just, it's, it's been, it's been great for our brand. It's obviously, very different. I think wholesale can can work really well for some businesses, but direct to customer is definitely better for us. I feel like we've heard that a lot with mm-hmm. businesses. People are more moving in that direction. Do you think that's because of the just connection that they want because we're buying so much by clicking and and you know, it, it we find you instead of, you know, going to a big box store and say what do, what do you think the connection is to that to consumer? I think that's definitely a part of it. I think people love being able to connect with their customer. I mean, I personally love knowing what somebody thinks of our clothing as soon as they buy it. So um, what's really nice is we have a really friendly community. I feel like I'm friends with so many of our customers and they're so open with us and honest. If, you know, say we come out with a new silhouette and it needs a tweak, we do it right away. And I think sometimes when you do wholesale, you might miss that communication. Um, so having direct feedback, I think is, is really, really helpful for our business. Yeah. I would, and I being would open to that feedback yeah. and just, and I think and it's, just, it's more fun to shop that way too, because like, especially with a piece like yours, it's got a story behind it. So mm-hmm. when someone says, Oh, I like your top, it's not just like, Oh, I got it at Saks right. off the rack, right. you know, kind of a thing. Like, Oh, well, let me you tell you about, you about, about like, Christina yeah. and, the, <laughs> yeah, and the birds and all, you know, the, all that. For so. sure. For sure. And I think, you know, Brands obviously have learned to how to make sure their story is known and also do wholesale. But, you know, for us, it's it's just been it's it's been so nice to continue to grow our community personally and just be in touch with everybody. Did you see yourself always as an entrepreneur or when do you feel like that kind of because you said your family is entrepreneurial, correct? Yes. 
So was that um, deep inside you, you think? I think so. I, I, I like to write and I have these really funny journals from, I don't know, I think being like 15 and saying that I wanted to start these crazy brands <laughs> that were really looking back are really funny. But um, I know that when I lived in New York, I had a moment where I thought that I really wanted to try to climb the ladder at one of these um, incredible luxury retail companies, which, you know, could have been a beautiful path as well. I'm glad I did this, but um, it is it is so hard in the beginning to to just start and um, and just know you're going to do something. I, I think it just takes a while for things to gain momentum. And um, I think one thing that's super fortunate is that I have a family of entrepreneurs that could tell me to keep going and that, and that with time you will, you will grow something, but you have to be patient and work hard. And be flexible with it too, I yeah. think, because like you said, yes, like you be even flexible. Started. I think that was really, really important. Um, I always tell people that I read and I need to read it again because I read the book just start, um, before I started me Colondina. And one of the things it said was just be willing to pivot. And, you know, you may think what you're doing is this, but it could be this and listen to your customers. And I think the biggest pivot was, okay, don't do bedding, lean into these dresses. And, um, and I was excited too because I was just excited to grow something that showed off the beauty of Mexico. It wasn't necessarily, I, I wasn't as worried about the vehicle. I just wanted so badly to share Mexico's beauty. Mm-hmm. I and love it, that. And yeah. it shows. Yes. And it's kind of seems Thank like you. you're pivoting again as well, getting into the tabletop. Yes. I love tabletop. And I think that's also just a part of it. So, get older. You know, I, I may have not been as into tabletop when I was 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, I have a daughter and, uh, love kind of setting the table for my husband and I, and, um, I don't know, it's, it's this special thing that, um, that became more beautiful in the last couple of years. And now with COVID, you know, making meals at home is, is, is really nice. You know, something that Sarah and I talk about a lot is how, we are enjoying everything being more intimate and more intentional and, and oh, smaller. Oh, I love it. And so doing a tabletop line seems so poignant with the time that we're in because what's better than like six of your closest friends around your table? No, and, so and they know nice. your daughter's name and they, you get to, yeah. you get to break this bread with them, you know? And mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I had a coffee with a girlfriend this morning and I, as I was leaving, I just realized how much more intentional our conversation was and how much more we connected. And I, I really do think, I know this has been a really hard time and, uh, but one of the silver linings is just how much we're connected and how much we're open with people. And really, I feel like people are really open to helping and listening. And, um, I just, I love that. I, there's nothing more beautiful than connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. And it does feel like we've all slowed down. Mm-hmm. Or slowed down yeah. quite a bit, you know. I think we needed to too. My one of my brothers said that he's like, I don't know if I needed to be going as fast as I was going. Mm-hmm. So, sure. yeah. Well, we um, stalked your Southern Living Christmas party, we did. and and oh. we wouldn't mind coming next year if you're open. <laughs> there's, if there's two extra chairs at that table, we'll um, travel. <laughs> we'll I travel. love Southern Living so much. They're amazing. Uh, goals. That's what. <laughs> yes. Goals for us. <laughs> So 
that was so much fun. I'm actually having a few of those girls over tonight to have pizza, but it's a little different, but (laughs) it's just, I think having supportive girlfriends is one of the most important things to me. I just, it's necessary and, uh, and wonderful. Are they, do they wear your brand? I'm sure. Are you like pushing it on? Yes, like <laughs> I know. Sometimes I don't know if they're being nice or not. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't have to. <laughs> but it, it means a lot to me. It really does. And and when I see people wearing it out, it's I I get really, really excited. How do we find it? Um Migolondrina, Migolondrina.com mm-hmm. uh, is our website. And we're on Instagram as well, so definitely check that out. And um Describe that. the women wearing your dresses. Who's What's that girl like? I want to hear her. Oh, my gosh. That's such a fun question because it is not one woman. And that is what I love so much about our clothing is all ages wear it, all personalities wear it. And they, I mean, we have people who love our classic white on white embroidery, uh, keep it really neutral. And then, uh, other customers who want all of our ruffles, they want all pink, very feminine. Um, and it's just so much fun. And, um, we really do have all ages wearing it. I, I think what I miss most about having our store open is we used to have the grandmother to the granddaughter shopping. And that was always so fun for me to watch kind of who chooses what. And, um, I don't know, it's just this really great family affair. Um, but now we see it through imagery and people taking family pictures and, um, that always means a lot. So if anyone's ever wearing it, please share the pictures. It so makes me so happy to see. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Well, we like to do a little popcorn round before we go. Um, where we just kind of fire off some quick questions. If you want to, if you want to play along with us. All right, so we know you have a signature style. Can we talk about that a little bit other sure. than your beautiful embroidery and clothing? Um, what? Because you've got this beautiful, like, mane of hair that's just, like, <laughs> and skin. Right, and hair. I mean, the hair and skin combo is serious. What's your go-to? We, we need your go-to skin and your go-to hair product. For sure. Um, the Oribe hairspray I live by, I tried using something else and that, that hairspray is the best. And, um, I really love doing hair and skin. I think it's so much fun. And then, um, I think the thing that I have always used is the Elizabeth Arden eight hour cream. Um, I don't know if you all know that, but I use it for my lips every night. Um, it's just really, really, um, Good stuff. And then um, my mother-in-law just got me that fancy Dyson air wrap thing, and I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you seem like you might have like a signature scent or something, too. Do you have a signature scent? I'm obsessed with perfumes. Um, And I try to change it up every now and then. Uh, But actually, there's this perfume from Mexico. It's called Flor de Naranja. And... um, it you can get it at the pharmacy and it has a green top um, plastic top and it's in a glass bottle but it is um it's my favorite that's kind of what I picture like being around you like what is that smell what's that someone smell? what is that <laughs> it's like oh it's just a little scent I picked up in Mexico here's a funny story I did not know until you said Narcisco Rodriguez I've been saying his name wrong my whole life Narcisco Rodriguez I have worn Narcisco Rodriguez since I got it was a wedding gift I from, love that scent. From my parents, the pink bottle. 
I have worn yeah. it. I've gotten married. I got married in 2005. I've worn it ever since. But oh my gosh, that's so special. I love that scent. <laughs> I love that scent too. But then you worked there. I mean, how fun is that? <laughs> All right, you work a lot with color, and some people are scared of color. Yeah. So to mm-hmm. those people, what would you say to them? What's the best way for them to incorporate color into their wardrobe? Oh, I love that. You know what's so fun is a lot of people who shop with us, I think we are kind of the introduction of color to their closet because they want – sometimes they may be totally neutral, but they want to get a multicolor top. And I think what I would say is – you can wear, you know, you can wear jeans and neutral shoes and, and have a casual look, but just wear a colorful top. It makes you happy. And, you know, it doesn't have to be the whole look. You don't need to do this big, bright dress, but I will say that I think, I think color makes you happy. It does make Mm -hmm. you happy. (laughs) I've seen your tops tucked into jeans, into black pants, into like a little short black skirt. And it looks like they can go from heels to wedges to the beloved golden goose sneaker that everybody's wearing now. I love how versatile the pieces are. Thank you. Um, well, so tell us if you were going to wear one of your pieces yeah. from day how would you wear to, it? well from day to night. What are you going to yes. wear? Yes. So honestly, the top I'm wearing right now, I'm um, I tuck my pieces in a lot. I don't know why. That's just a personal preference thing. But um, tucked in with jeans and sneakers, just because I'm running around a lot today, and then. Uh, this has a really beautiful kind of darker background. So I'd probably wear leather pants and um, black booties tonight and put my hair in a bun. Ready to go. Love it. So <laughs> when COVID is all done, where are you going in those leather pants? In oh, Texas, man. Down there so in many places. I can't wait. I can't wait for us to just be able to celebrate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of celebrating, I want to know about that cocktail that you served at the Southern Living, the Christmas party that we, we stalked. Oh, what the Ponche Navideño. Tell us about this. So it's so funny. So um, I grew up having it, but I'd kind of forgotten about it, to be honest, When once I went to go live in New York. And um, we uh, have this awesome quality control team. And Nati, she's on our team made it for one of our open Saturdays and because you can serve it without, um, alcohol. And, um, I actually had it the other night with girlfriends and it's basically, and I, you basically get all of this fruit and boil it and then, um, add some cinnamon sticks and it's, it is so good, especially around the holidays. I highly recommend it. Okay. We want that recipe. Yeah. We got to get, we got to put that recipe on the blog. Yes, for sure. (laughs) I'll send it to you. All right, Christina, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. Thank you so much. It was so nice. Okay, we can't wait to frock some of your yes, things. Yes, yes. <laughs> Please, I'll send you some. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Our partner, Renaissance Bank, believes in supporting women in the communities they serve. That's why they have launched the Women's Initiative Program called Rise with Renaissance. RISE's goal is to empower, inspire, and support women in every stage of life. Renaissance wants to be a part of your journey to success. To learn more, visit your local Renaissance bank or visit risewithrenaissance.com. 
I think it's fair to say that I have like a full-fledged girl crush on Christina Lynch. You and I both. Golly. I don't know if it's the accent, the, the hair, hair, the, the skin tone. Oh my God, are you kidding? <laughs> yes, all of it, all and of it. Just her whole like, I'm going to do something and I'm going to change people's perception of how they see, you know... Mexico and these Mexican artisan women. I mean, she's mm-hmm. just super inspiring to me. Yes. I just, wow. I love that it's kind of a, a collaboration of all the different areas and regions yeah. of Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, one specific region where she grew up or something. It's it's everything, which I love because you get the lace, you get the color from different places. Yeah. The I wish, threading. Yeah. I wish I knew more about like, oh, this flower represents this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that may be on the website. I don't know. I mean, it but, may be. Um, I mean, the tops and the dresses are oh, stunning. I've, I've got like three or four picked out that I want. They're so feminine and, um, I don't know, like statement pieces and just, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're those kind of pieces that you can wear every day. Yeah. You can wear them to work, you can wear them with your jeans, or you can wear them out to dinner. Yeah. You can elevate it or you can, you know, yeah. tone it down a little bit. Put it on sneakers. Wear it to the beach. Flip yeah. flops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. We need those for our getaway. For sure. (laughs) I also think it was a pretty bold move of her because she was in New York at Oscar de la Rente. I mean, she was moving up the corporate ladder. For sure. Doing it. Mm -hmm. And then to come home and start a business from scratch. Yeah. Just like leap of faith kind of thing. Well, but you know, I think think it's too, it's different when you're groomed like she was groomed with an entrepreneurial family. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, she said her mom had been in business, her dad was in business, uncles, the brother. Brother. Mm -hmm. Um... So I think that is a different like mentality to start too. It's just you know? what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so cool. It is cool. Well, I really did enjoy talking with her and getting to know her better and hear her story. I mean, so this has been a big week for us. And it's been a we big week. We got to meet her. It was been a monumental day in history. Yeah. Especially oh, for women. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um the inauguration and everything, which did you watch the whole day? Yeah, I didn't watch the whole day, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I watched parts of the day, and yes. then I hit the highlights the next day. But yeah, it was just, it was um, an inspiring day. It felt like, it felt very American. Yeah, it did. It did. And I mean, well, yes, let's talk about, like, she's a woman in the White House, all that great stuff, but I could not get over all the fashion, like how great everybody looked. Yeah, everybody I mean, it's great. always yeah. a big day for everyone, but... Yeah. Michelle Obama, I think, killed it. Killed. She, she always kills it, though. Oh, I mean, gosh, she, her style, her, everything. She looked, like, incredible. Yeah. I don't even know. There's yeah. no words to describe that outfit. No. The she, coat. And, I know. And I know Lady Gaga got a bad rap about the bird on her. The pigeon. <laughs> yeah. Her, the Brooklyn pigeon. <laughs> the Brooklyn pigeon. <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah. And I thought oh, it was such a great. symbol. Like, the piece, you know, the dove carrying mm-hmm. the olive branch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I thought she did great. And, of course, the poet, Amanda Gorman. Oh, I can't even I mean, talk about start with her. Mm-hmm. Of course, Bernie Sanders. You know, now it's everywhere. Him and his okay. mittens. Are you dying over all the Bernie memes everywhere? <laughs> yes. Like, it's so everybody I follow. Like, we honestly, we need to find him and, like, put him between our heads at the podcast. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody I follow has a picture of Bernie. It's hysterical. Yeah. The funniest one I saw was just kind of in the beginning when it first started, like, Bernie wasn't just there for that. He had things to do that day. Like, he's obviously going to the post office. With his manila envelope. <laughs> I mean, what a weird duck. I mean, what, what a doing? weird guy. Like, oh, and not like a hospital mask, you know, like disposable. <laughs> and like, Come on. like a Carhartt puffer. 
I mean, Gosh. so like, weird. Everyone's elevated except Bernie. Yeah. Like, he's just going about his day. It's like he just picked up some coffee, yeah. you know, strolled Swung in. By. Swung by. On the way to the post office. <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh. And, of course, there's Garth. Oh, Garth. What about Garth? Mm, wouldn't expect anything less. Bringing Nashville to the White House. Jeans and running wild up there. I was like, only Garth can do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's true. And then Heather McMahon, you know, she did that, like, spin on Tennessee moms and women that day. Yeah. The inauguration, like, going through Chick-fil-A. Well, tell, tell them in case they didn't see well, it. Well, if you didn't see it, um, Heather McMahon, she... Comedian Atlanta. We mm-hmm. love. Hilarious. She did a post. She was dressed as a mom from Tennessee uh-huh. that day, and she's like... So excited about Garth. <laughs> Cannot believe Garth was there and calling her. Chelsea Garth. Chelsea Garth. So she drives through Chick Fil A and she's talking to a real Chick Fil A employee. Yeah, like she gets like a chicken sandwich. <laughs> that tea. Yeah, that tea. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I understand that tea at two o'clock. You got to have that <laughs> to get to seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so anyway, she is like, you know who Garth? Did you see Garth? And the guy is like, I I don't know who Garth is. Doesn't know who Garth Brooks is. I know. I know. She's like, Google, Google the river. Google the dance. <laughs> yeah. Thunder rolls. Thunder rolls. Thunder rolls. But isn't That's that crazy? You Can you imagine? Not knowing who Garth yes. is? Yes. No. I mean, but, uh, I mean, it's just true. I feel old. That made me feel yeah. really old because I'm like, wow, the, the people at Chick-fil-A don't know, I know Garth Brooks. Yeah. Like your sitter doesn't know who Garth Brooks is. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, America. <laughs> That's what's wrong with this country. <laughs> they ain't anybody yeah, more American than Garth. Garth. That's right. All's going to be well with the world now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. You know what else I'm excited about this happened this week? No. Okay. So, Brigerton. Oh. I've been watching. Okay. I'm like the only Bridgerton. woman in America that has not seen it to this point. Yes. I mean, how do people stay on top of their Netflix? Like, I watch, like, pieces of Netflix at a time. I can't finish Virgin River. I've been trying to finish Virgin because River. that's not good. That's not good. You need to watch Bridgerton. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Get on something good. You will not be able to... I could not stop. I would watch two or three episodes at a time. When Yeah, that's how I was. What was the other... What was the thing that I watched when I was in quarantine? Did you watch The Undoing? Because that was good. That's no, HBO. I hadn't oh, seen that. that. Too. That one's good. What were you watching? The know. crime one about the cartel. Oh. Narcos or something? Something like Those are that. good. Those are real good. I can't think of it. But, yeah. So, Bridgerton. Okay, tell me. Amazing. Mary uh, dressed up as a Bridgerton. Mary, Miss Southern Social, yesterday on her Instagram, she was dressed in full. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Well, listen, I've almost cut bangs like four times. Oh, really? <laughs> like little two-inch bangs. Uh, I'm like, don't, don't do, do that. it. Don't, don't do, do that. It. No. Don't do it. I it can, looks so like, I good can on help her. You. I'll have to hold myself back from him and from the Duke, Simon. I mean, hold me back. Yeah. So anyway, they just announced that season two is coming out. Yeah. And I am so ready for it. Everybody's so excited. I cried at the ending. Not because it was over. Well, a little bit because it was over. But also because it was that I have nothing to live for. (laughs) That's exactly how I felt. Rigaton. Like Brock would come home. I was like, welcome home, my lord. Would you like get your day finished and put the kids down and then watch it? Oh, I could Because you could have like... Yes, you cannot watch it with your children. Oh, I've heard sure. that. Yeah, and even Brock, he started it and he like got up halfway through the first one. And was like, eh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah, I don't get need, out. Of I here. don't really want you in here anyway, <laughs> because there's scenes that will make you blush. Oh me. Like, there's a scene on the staircase that if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. When you see it, you will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it will put you under the covers, like blushing, like uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my. So good. Okay, well. Enough about Bridgerton. Okay. I just, I could go on and on about it. Okay. So I, it's enough. I'm done. Do oh. you, um, 
back to Christina's clothing and how like beautiful and bright and colorful. Do you think, because, okay, we're in 2021, new president, new kind of, and I mean, that's the thing. I'm just kind of ready for something new. Don't you think yeah. everybody's kind of ready for something new? Well, Regardless of who you voted for, you're just kind of like... Let's keep moving. Ready for something mm-hmm. new. Like mm-hmm. kind of tired of talking about all the other stuff. Yes. You know, I mean, not that I think that, you know, everything is just instantly back to to normal-ish, mm-hmm. as we would say. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like there's a, like... We got to hang our hat on some hope at this point, you know, and with people getting vaccines and people getting better, it just feels like the fog is lifting a little bit. It does. Do you feel that? I do feel that. Mm-hmm. And it makes me like when I see, oh, this is so random and the random tie-in, but like when I see Christina's clothing, like it makes me think, oh, we're going to get to travel again. We're going to travel and the bright colors yeah. just makes you happy. Yeah. I mean, so you feel like that too. Yes, I do feel like that. And I know for me too, I mean, just on like a gloomy winter day, yeah. I mean, putting on color yeah. It makes me feel better. I want to own one of those pieces. I was going to say, I would invest I need in that. I need that hanging in my closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, I want to find something with hot pink in it. Of course. Uh-huh. A dress. Signature I'm, I'm looking color. for a dress. Well, go on over to that website, honey. Uh-huh. You'll find it. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for listening today. I'll see you at Bye.